गुड मॉर्निंग एवरी वन एंड वेलकम टू द निशांत अवस्थी पॉडकास्ट टुडे वी आर गोन टॉक अबाउट द मैनचेस्टर डाबी मैनचेस्टर यूनाइटेड वर्सेज मैनचेस्टर सिटी दिस इज ऑब्वियसली अूज ह्यूज गेम फॉर बोथ द साइड्स लाइक यूनाइटेड हैव नॉट बीन एट द बेस्ट मोमेंट इन दिस सीजन सो फार एंड नीदर हैव बीन सिटी सिटी हैव बीन वेरी इनकन्सिस्टेंट फ्रॉम देयर स्टैंडर्ड्स United are just trying to gel the team at the moment and get past the humiliating defeat that we had against Liverpool. And uh, this is a very, very, very important game right now in this part of the season, especially because we are ten games into the season. Manchester City have twenty points, we have seventeen points, so we are like just three points behind them. And uh, if we win against them today. that means that we'll be level on points with them after 11 games which hasn't been that bad of a start then from if you just comparing against city because chelsea would be i'm hoping that chelsea will be winning this game and chelsea will go on to 28 points and if liverpool win then like liverpool will again be ahead of us quite a lot so not comparing against chelsea and liverpool right now but specially against city if uh, we manage to get a result out of this game we are just we are just level on points with them after 11 games which has not been a bad start for oli in any stretch of the imagination he has come under huge criticism from all strata of the society media the fans the pundits everyone who has any kind of stake in the game of football especially the premier league only has come in the huge criticism from all corners he has been battered from pillar to post after the liverpool game the style of play or the lack of it the no apparent coaching visible on the field and especially because he doesn't have a track record of being successful anywhere else he was the manager who was in cardiff when they got relegated and then he has been playing his trade in molder in norway which is not by any stretch of the imagination a, as competitive a league as the premier league or any of the europe's top 5 leagues so oli is under severe pressure right now to deliver but uh, seeing the fact how glazers have been operating for the last decade or so especially since sir alex ferguson left manchester united they don't generally sack managers if they lose games unless and until the season is at such a critical juncture that top 4 looks highly unlikely now or uh, we are out of the champions league which which might be the case in second part of the season but right now 10 games into the season i don't think oli is under any sort of pressure from the glazers themselves so what are our chances of this game first of all we have had few news is coming in from the uruguayan journalists that uh, adinson cavani might not be fit for this game he has been suffering from a tendon ligament problem for quite a while now and uh, cavani is the sort of player that he knows his body very very well he is very professional 
he is of the age right now where he understands each and every muscle of his body and uh, if he is feeling any sort of legal he won't be playing in this game he will himself back out from the starting 11 and he won't be featuring so this is not a great news for our club because cavani has been very very good whenever he has been in the starting 11 for us he presses from the front he is an ideal partner for cristiano ronaldo and both of them because of their experience and because of their stature in the game i think they both respect each other and you could see that the way cristiano assisted cavani in the game against atalanta i don't think if he was not cavani ronaldo might have went for that assist i think he would have taken the goal solo himself or tried to because when it comes to players at this high a level they they both understand they trust their mates like bruno will more often than not cross the ball to ronaldo rather than crossing it to let's say greenwood or rashford because that's that's just an inherent bias that's in the head of everyone our all human beings in general so yeah ronaldo respects cavani cavani respects ronaldo and they were great in pairs but even if cavani is not fit i think uh, rashford would be a better starting choice in my head for this game above greenwood because as we have seen in the past two games against tottenham and against atalanta that oli has moved back to a back 5 which gives him a greater cover in the defensive half because fred and mctominay and uh, maguire varan and lindelof in atalanta it was bailey uh these five can then sit back and uh, luke shaw and aaron van bissaka and uh, bruno roni and cavani can go up front and do their business which is which had worked well for the first game against tottenham but atalanta spo- exploited us because they are adapted playing at the back three and uh, united sometimes we play with a back four sometimes we play with a back three sometimes i don't know what we play with because the distance between the back line and the forward line can sometimes be huge and there is no connecting bridge in between and the team looks completely disarray which which is not a good sign if you are a coach of this team because oli has been in charge for this club now for 3 years and uh, i haven't i don't remember actually a manager who has had a job for this long and still his team doesn't have a solid identity about it but saying that in the last episode as well i talked about this and i said that oli is maybe not the kind of manager who has his one style of play like a klopp or a guardiola or tuchel or a new entry like conte in the premier league has but what he does is he analyzes every game and sets his team up according to the opponent exactly like a certain rafa benitez would do at certain times so i'm i'm really not the one to argue if rafa is a better coach than oli because the entire world would come up and say that rafa is a much much better coach than oli and that's only because oli hasn't won anything till now in his tenure at manchester united but let's hope what whatever happens in this game is for the positives for united because 
this is a tough tough game but if if we set up in a back 3 for this game with a back 5 i think it will work for our detriment because city have amazing wing backs and when you're playing a back 5 your wing backs become one of the most important players on the field because those are the people who will give you width on the opposite side of the field and uh, city have cancelo and kyle walker who are awesome we have luke shaw who is good going forward and defensively but van bisaka is not that good going forward so if i were in ollie's situation right now if i was hell bent on playing a back 3 i would probably put dalo in front of van bisaka for this game because when you have a back 3 you have harry maguire you have victor lindelof you have eric bailly because in this game rafael varan would probably not feature because he is injured and in the pre match press conference as well ollie has said that it will take him at least three or four weeks to recover from his injury and we are not even sure if lindelof would be fit for this game or not so in any case if lindelof is not fit and we have just maguire and bailly then we can slot in luke shaw as the third center back and put in alex telles on one side and diogo dalot on the other side because diogo dalot one thing that he is very very good at it is going forward he is in that sense a bit like ashraf hakimi he was very very good with ac milan and uh, he is very good going forward defensively he has some issues but if you're pay- playing him as a wing back then uh, i think you have enough people in the back to protect his defensive frailties and use his potential as an attacking player which which van bisaka doesn't seem to have right now van bisaka i think going forward in his career might move to a central back position but right now when he's playing as a right back he is good enough in a two man defense but when it comes to a three back three then van bisaka just isn't good enough going forward and look at this league like reese james have been scoring goals for fun trent alexander arnold has just revolutionized that position and joao cancelo kyle walker every team has good full backs who bomb forward and create chances for their team and uh, we just don't have that with van bisaka and thus our attack sometimes looks very lopsided in the sense luke shaw though he is very good at crossing don't generally cross that much to ronaldo so he likes to come in and create his chances van bisaka is uh, whenever he is going forward he tries to beat a man one on one rather than crossing the ball and in the last game against atlanta i also saw he trying something new where he tried to play van bisaka and luke shaw as inverted full backs who were taking up central positions in the field rather than on the flanks so even if you think that van bisaka can play as a inverted full back i don't think he has the ability to do that because he is again not that creative enough to occupy the central positions so that is a dilemma for oli right now and if he plays in a back 3 i think city will exploit the spaces and kill us because they already play with a false nine so our defenders our center backs won't have a focal point to consider so 
any which ways they won't have to deal with a striker and if everything is in front of them and you have three at the back already there'll be a lot of space and uh, city are very 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 good at exploiting these spaces so this is gonna be a tricky game for us but oli has a very good track record against pep guardiola for any manager who has played five or more games against pep oli has won three guardiola has won one and one has been a draw when it comes to the premier league and this is kind of weird because pep guardiola is the best coach of the last 20 years and uh, nobody nobody shares this record with pep guardiola the way oli does so yeah credit to him and uh, but this is this is a game that i think united should turn up because what happened against liverpool was evident and everyone could see it it was physically hurting for a united fan to watch that game the first half they just obliterated us to the oblivion and then the second half after the paul pogba sending off it was even more humiliating because they just stopped even trying and they were just passing the ball knocking it sideways and you know they just took the sting out of the game and they it looked like they showed mercy on us and which is which is very 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 bad considering the kind of rivalry that we have that was the lowest of the low point any manchester united fan have seen on a field for many a years so the team needs to come back the need, team needs to hold on its own and this is a big game tottenham was important for us to get into the feel of the things again and then atalanta we just nicked the result but a good away point in a champions league game of that magnitude because that at least ensures that we have a chance of qualifying to the knockout stages of the champions league now so that was a, a good good result good away result for us but this game in all its mighty is one of the most important games of the season already this might as well be considered as a six pointer for some because if we lose this game and like chelsea are already on 28 points city are on 23 points we are languishing behind in the 17 points arsenal if they win their game will get to 20 points tottenham have already appointed antonio conte one of the best managers in the world and if they win this game against everton they'll again be above us so we'll be like 9th or 10th in the league by the time this week ends and that would be catastrophic for our season so this game is right now at a very precarious situation because if we win it we are right into it like city with 20 points v with 20 points arsenal with 20 points and above us are only liverpool and chelsea which is good like obviously we're not going to contend for the title but at least we are in the conversation for top 4 because let's face it when when you have pep guardiola and jurgen klopp and tommy tuchel and now antonio conte in the league it's even after the investment that united have made and i'm a oli supporter because because of just stupid i i guess stupid emotional bias but i want him to do well and the last 
two weeks have been really hard for him and the man has kept his composure his kept his dignity and you know what this guy played for united for many a years he was responsible for our one of the most magical nights and he actually knows what it's like to be in manchester united in and around carrington and he knows what it feels like to be a fan of this club because he is a fan of this club and as much as that defeat hurt us against liverpool it would have hurt him even more and uh, still then he kept his composure to kudos to the man because he is in a really really high pressure job right now and if he can survive through this like every pundit all over the globe is at his back right now everybody is just saying that he's not good enough he doesn't know how to coach a football team and that is a lot of pressure to deal with yeah united job obviously it comes with the territory that you are bound to be in pressure but like david moyes louis van hal jose mourinho nobody after sir alex ferguson got questioned about their football knowledge the basic basic things and sometimes oli doesn't just do justice to him because he doesn't talk about tactics or so much in his press conferences and sometimes yeah his teams look lackluster but you can give him a pass there because yeah he is not i am not saying he is on the level of conte or a klopp or a guardiola he yeah he is a notch below them but if you have a good team and a good team spirit and a good camaraderie like you can do wonders with any team claudio ranieri win wins the league with leicester city when you had arsene wenger mauricio pochettino you had antonio conte you had pep guardiola like and ranieri goes on to win the league so see football is a funny game things that happen on the field can can you know tilt from one end to the other very very quickly but when it comes to this game specifically this game in particular i don't think we can go with a gung ho approach to man city like we did against liverpool in the first 5 6 minutes of the game we'll get obliterated again we need to stay in this game we need to stay in this game for at least the first 60 70 minutes of the game and then in the last 20 minutes if the score line let's say is nil nil then we can go gun ho and anything then can happen in the last 20 minutes because the players are tired on both ends of the field and uh, they have good bench but we have a solid bench as well so in the last 20 minutes in a shootout anything can happen but we can't let this game get away from us in the first 15 to 20 minutes and thus we need to start this game very cautiously we need to start we need everyone needs to be switched on for this game pep guardiola the pep roulette is famous so we don't know who's gonna play sometimes he plays kevin de bruyne sometimes he plays bernardo silva sometimes he plays grealish sometimes he plays sterling so the pep roulette will be on in this game and nobody can predict the exact start- starting lineup but i hope he plays grealish and not sterling in this game because sterling just holds his width and he pops up in precarious positions much more like a number 9 than grealish grealish holds the ball he slows the play down which is unlike manchester city and it might suit as well with him slowing the play down because 
I think we need to slow this game down for the first half an hour or so at any cost. We can't let them run away with this game in the first 15-20 minutes. We need to be fully focused and uh, we need to grab a hold of Phil Foden and Bernardo Silva and Kevin De Bruyne and not let them have the space to dictate the game because if they do that, we have no chance. But in this second, in the final stages of the Atlanta game when Oli threw in Sancho and Donny van de Beek, they had few amazing combinations within them. I know they played just like for five minutes with each other on the field, but there was something there and it's something that Oli has to look at because the treatment of Donny and Sancho has been pretty frightening actually because Sancho, we have chased him for like two years and he's not in the starting 11. Donny has been sitting on the bench for the past one year and he isn't even getting a chance to prove himself. It's it's much worse than, you know, coming into a club and trying hard and not being able to prove yourself because then at least you can tell yourself that, yeah, I tried and it just didn't work out. Like Henrik Mkhitaryan didn't work out for us. So we had to send him away. But Donny van der Beek is not even being given a chance. Like Sancho has just arrived in this transfer window and he has had more playing time than Donny van der Beek in this team and which is hilarious. And I don't know why Oli is doing it, but he needs to get a run of games because I think he's better than Fred. I think he's better than McTominay. McTominay and Fred are good players. And I like McTominay more than Fred because, but the problem is that McTominay is not a holding midfielder. Throughout his youth career, he was an attacking midfielder. He was sometimes even deployed as a number nine during his youth days. So. His instinct is to attack. That's why when he plays box-to-box, he's very good. He takes the ball with him. He runs with the ball. He tries to take a shot. But when he is on the lower hand, on the lower end of the pitch, when he's defending, his positioning is not always the best because that's just not an instinct in him. And he needs to develop it even further, maybe in a year or two. He would become the holding midfielder that we need, but not right now. And that is why you need a cover of two. Pogba will anyways not be playing in this game. Even if he does, he'll be coming from the bench because right now I don't think Oli trusts Pogba, even after, especially after the Liverpool red card. So it's, it's, it's going to be a tough game. We need to be united. We need to attack as a team and defend as a team. One box going forward and back they can't be they can't be a disjoint between the forward line and the back line they can't be spaces in the middle of the pitch because city play basically with midfielders and if we give them space in the middle of the pitch they'll just run the game all day long and we'll not have a snip of the ball because already we are expecting this game this type of game where they're gonna have 60 to 65 percent of the possession and we're gonna have 35 to 40 percent of the possession so we anyways have to sit back and hit on the counter but if we give them chance to run the midfield they'll just run the show and we have no chance and this game is at home this is at old trafford and we need to we need to win this game at any cost if we have any chance of Staying in the top four, we need to win this game. So let's hope we do that. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in to this podcast. Please subscribe. Please show a bit of love. 
I'm just starting out with this podcast. I hope you're gonna like the content that's coming in, and have a have a great derby day ahead of you guys. Bye bye.